Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. <clears throat> I am your host, Amy, and this is Why I Need Therapy. Um, the this week, uh, since like last week, I have been thinking that um, maybe at the beginning of every episode. It be good. It would be good to mention like things, like a few things, maybe one or two things that are doing well for me, or one or two things that are going not so well for me. And the more that I thought about it, like the things that I thought of mentioning, because as soon as I got the idea, I started thinking of a few things that were going well, and some that were not going so well. And most of them seem irrelevant most of them seem so irrelevant like for example last week um i forgot my uh, face soap the papaya soap that i bought i forgot it next to the sink in the bathroom and Someone used it to wash their hands. And it got me so mad. And when I was like, you used my soap to wash your hands. And they were like, it's just soap. And I was like, no. But <clears throat> right now, it's it's so irrelevant. Like, okay, at the moment, it was like, blah, but now it's just like, meh, meh. So anyway, but one thing that I actually feel like better better about um so one part that used to give me so much stress in my life is kind of off my back and oh god (laughs) it felt so nice it felt so nice do i talk say things twice like like jack of two two like I, I I feel like I, I realized that too and like once you know every time after I record I listen to the recording before I actually upload it and I'm Jacob Tutu you remember that cartoon I'm Jacob Tutu <clears throat> I say things twice every time I think it's just for emphasis but yeah um the thing that was making me kind of feel good is on my account my writing account there was this guy he was like the major client and he was terrible he was a terrible human being <coughs> excuse me i kind of <coughs> it's still early in the morning so i do have the morning <coughs> voice yes but he was giving me so much stress and he stopped working with the like company that is in charge of the account that I own. <clears throat> and I feel like maybe going forward, my life will be one less stress. Grateful for that. Yeah. So also, my parents have traveled. And I, it's going to be like a long three weeks when I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be alone three weeks <clears throat> i don't even know what i'm going to do with myself for three weeks <laughs> but i kind of i'm looking forward to the freedom but not really to the boredom being alone for me it's it's, it's really stressful because i i think too much if that makes sense i think too much And another thing, actually, that I really, really wanted to mention at the beginning of this podcast is (coughs) yesterday. (coughs) Okay, let's just say since I started listening to podcasts, I there's some peace that is in podcasts that is not in other like social media, like watching TikTok. So subscribing to some YouTube channel, like those are so hyper and kind of what I like about podcasts is the peace in it 
I don't know, maybe the people who listen to podcasts understand what I'm saying, but there's a lot of peace in it. Like, it's just someone talking. There might even be more than one person talking, but I can they start talking about something that I relate to, I probably wouldn't listen. And I started listening to Emma Chamberlain because you know her. And that's how I ended up actually deciding to to start my own podcast because I kind of related to her. And she mentioned that she has anxiety. And I was like, I didn't really think into it. I was just like, mm, okay. Because she didn't like say symptoms. You know, I say, I, like, if you're like me, I also have anxiety and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't like a hundred percent think into it. But yesterday I was listening to another podcast. This podcast is called Man Enough by Justin Baldoni, the guy who plays um Rafael Solano on Jed the Virgin. <clears throat> I'm sure many people can maybe know him from there rather than me just saying Justin Baldoni. And they had Sean Mendes on and they just like brushed over the topic of anxiety. Not like really even talking to it, but the way they said it kind of made me think about those symptoms. And I was like, do I have anxiety? Because I'm always stressed out. I, I am 100% always thinking, overthinking about something every single second of my life. There's no time that I'm just like, whew, I have nothing I'm thinking about. It's like when I have nothing to think about, I'm thinking even more. I have other things that come like, oh, you remember this? You remember this? Just hitting me on my head and now I can't, I can't. And sometimes it's, it's too much that I'm completely burnt out. Like I can't even do anything rather than just lay there and overthink some more. So I went ahead and took an online test. And as I was taking the test, I was relating to the extreme end of each and every question that they had. And it really bummed me out because I was like, shit, I'm actually have like a mental condition, a mental issue. As in, we all know, we all have our suspicions. Like, you know, we all think like, okay, I'm always like this. We, we know our deeper selves. The person who you are in the middle of the night when no one is there. The person who you are when you are in the middle of a social function and your mind is elsewhere. And that person is me a lot a lot and uh, i guess it's just hit me that i have anxiety and i remember yesterday all night pretty much the whole evening since i, I was listening since i started listening to the podcast say around six to around nine i was so bummed out i was low like i wasn't happy i was just overthinking now that shit what the what i how comes i never knew actually okay yes that's that's exactly what they said like this girl in the man enough podcast was like anxiety manifests itself itself in different ways so did you really know? No, she was asking Sean Mendes, how did you know? And that's when I was like, maybe my symptoms, you know, they're different. You, you really can't tell. Maybe you are having anxiety and you really don't know until you, it hits you. And then you're like, oh, shit, this is what it is. And it felt like bittersweet. Like it felt good to actually finally understand what has been going on with me for a long time i have been struggling with anxiety for a very long time i can say 
since I age 20. Like, it's been a long time. I'm, I'm all because there was a time I wasn't always stressed about, out about everything. Like, I would get into bed and just sleep. But since I started having anxiety, I would get into bed at even 11 and not fall asleep until 2 p or 3 p.m. And the entire time I'm just in the bed, lights off, eyes closed, but just twisting and turning. And it happens when I have anything going on. And that's every time. I may have be having exams coming soon. Maybe I'm thinking overthinking my relationships with my friends, something someone said in the middle of the day that I just can't get over. I just can't switch it off like that. And I feel like maybe most people make it seem seem like that's what they do. And this is something that I have never even discussed with any of my friends. Like they have no clue if if any of them is listening, they're like what? Because it's something that hits me in the middle of the night when I'm by myself. And I never really knew or understood it. So I've never really talked about it. I've never really told anyone because I didn't know what was going on until yesterday. And I feel like that's one thing that this podcast or recording this podcast has helped me realize that's one major step in the right direction and i feel good about that but i feel bad at the same time that i may be mentally ill (laughs) that seems like an exaggeration but like oh shit i do really maybe need therapy but this Actually, just speaking into my phone has really, really been therapeutic for me. Mm, as much as I still struggle with the anxiety, because that's basically who I am. <laughs> like most of these people who are saying, oh, I'm an overthinker. Maybe, maybe you're leaning towards one side of the scale. And maybe it will be also good. For you to try and look into your symptoms. I did that test. Um, my point wasn't to talk into the anxiety too much because I I think about every everything, and I feel like I will dedicate one f- full episode into anxiety and how it has been, and the symptoms I've had, and just everything that I'm thinking. Okay. So today, okay, this has taken so long. <laughs> it has taken too long to start this. Today's topic was life after campus. And this is one thing I have major anxiety. Now I'm not going to be saying stress because I've always been like, I'm stressed about it. But the real thing is I'm anxious. I'm anxious to the point where I can't sleep until like I just doors off and wake up in the morning and sometimes it's terrible because I have I have had too little sleep you see I got into bed early but slept very late doing nothing I wasn't even on my phone trying to distract myself because most of the time I'll just try to empty my mind if that makes sense I'd try to be like zero thoughts no thoughts stop thinking Something like that's something I have to do until I fall asleep, and that was one of the questions. Like, do you repeat something to yourself? And I was like, shit, I didn't recognize it, but I do. Damn. Okay, I don't want to talk about this. I've been talking about it for fourteen minutes. <laughs> Let's move on. So I. Asked, I I did I posted a poll on Instagram because that's basically where I have enough people who can participate. <laughs> I have a Twitter handle, Wint Podcast W I N T Podcast. You can follow. I've already tried tried to communicate with people there, but you know, getting people to actually participate in a conversation that you want, you know, to dig deeper. It has to come from them. I can't be like, 
forcing it on people. So I posted the poll and people decided they wanted life after campus rather than my anxiety, my fear of death, which is just anxiety, basically. So I'll talk about that in the next podcast, but not specifically on death, just all around. Yes. And so I posted that and I also posted that I had survey questions, but on Instagram, no one really replied. No one really like the replied actually i just posted the question no one replied but on whatsapp i had two of my friends who replied that's what i'm talking about i'm i'm not looking to dm people and like make them take this survey i just wanted to be <clears throat> i use what i get not forcing people yes but thank you for those who participated it actually because I haven't graduated yet. I might graduate at the end of the year. But, oh my God, you would think I just graduated because I am stressed. I am anxious. I'm constantly worrying about the thing, the the unknown, the future. What? Like, I'm constantly worrying about that. Like, Wow. What if, you know, what if it doesn't go as you want it to? You know, shit happens and with the unemployment rate, especially recently we had a conversation with my parents and my dad was like, Sasa we ureta kufanya nini kumaliva? Sangasu do not exercise. He was like, Sasa, what do you want to do after campus? Like, because <clears throat> he said this. Because you probably would not get a job. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Bullet Bullet wounds. Like, pow, pow. Straight to the point. Nail on the head. Wow. Wow. No, no sugar coating. He was just like, straight forward. And I said, I didn't know. Because I didn't want any more questions. <laughs> But of course, inevitably, I was thinking about it a lot after after that. Definitely, entrepreneurship is in my goals. I just feel like I haven't really met what I really, really, you know, I want to have a skill first. I wouldn't mind getting a job and working for someone else gain some skills and start working on my own thing and then one day moving to my own thing when i am um, established financially so i am sure i have enough money to run my own project i am sure that i can support myself if i have a family at the same time i can also do like i have saved enough to do like I will not just completely dismiss one side. I would do the 9 to 5, but for a while. I don't want to do it for life. Because honestly, waking up. And I would really, really enjoy if it would be, it could be remote. Because <laughs> now people can work remotely. If it could remote, yes, 100%. Or if it could be the kind that I don't really have to be at work every day. Or even like at 7 a.m. Because it's 8, 9. Okay. That's just like the dream. <laughs> but reality is different. And the thinking about life after campus can actually be super, super stressful for anyone. who, Especially those who just graduated because we all know people who graduated years ago and are still struggling at this moment like it's life and you are we are all kind of scared that that could be us because you really can't tell you really can't know the future so you really you can't be like oh my me i'll be different no you can't you can't guarantee anything. So I understand 
the pressure that comes with that. And I did, I, I asked a few questions also online, on Instagram actually, um, of points that I could talk about. And I'm grateful for a few people who gave me some responses uh, of things that I could talk about. And one of them said, like, the guilt of of leaving family behind, maybe moving into a new country. I can't relate to a new country, but a new city would I would relate to. Because I have lived in Mombasa pretty much all my life. My parents are in Mombasa, except my dad who is in Nairobi currently. But coming to campus, I came to Nairobi. And I remember there was a time I was like, even now, I'm like, I wouldn't want to work in Mombasa. I honestly wouldn't. There, there, there hasn't been a single day that I have searched for a job in Mombasa. Like, even if it's online, I see Mombasa and I don't apply. I, I don't know. It sometimes I feel like maybe I'm running away from home. I don't know. Be, well, my main reason is. I'm always, I saw my sister, my sister after she finished campus, she went back home to Mombasa. My brother didn't, but my sister did. And she spent an entire year just at home, held back because now she's the only girl at home. She's doing everything before she has to leave in the morning, before she has to go look for a job or anything. Because at the time, most people weren't looking for jobs online. They had to like go and search for vacancies or hear about something and apply. Like you wouldn't just go on like LinkedIn and find opportunities waiting for you there and just apply remotely. They would just they would have to like hear from a friend of a friend and then apply. And she went home and she was home for a whole year. Over a year actually, before she got a job in Mombasa. And in the morning before she had to go to work, she had to be the woman of the house. Wake up, clean, and then go to work. Come back in the evening as early as possible. Cook. Like, she really didn't have time for herself. She, I know it was so difficult for her because she ended up quitting her job. Because the job was also not as fulfilling as she wanted it to be. She quit and she stayed home for another entire year doing completely nothing. And I feel it was because she was in Mombasa at home. In the comfort of your parents' house, you really don't have to worry about paying things, food, nini, nini. So you relax. And years go. And that, I remember, I wasn't even done with university and I remember thinking, no. I am not doing that. I'm not going back home. I will stay in Nairobi. I don't care if I will have to struggle to pay my own rent. I will do it. I decided I will do it. But at the same time, you know, my mom is always like, come home. And I felt kind of guilty because even when I go to Mombasa, like I'll just be happy about being there for two weeks. And then I'll feel like, okay, now this is too much. I want to go away. So there's that guilt. I would imagine how much worse it would be <laughs> to move to a completely different country. I would miss my family terribly. Like at least in Nairobi, I can just plan a trip and go to Mombasa for a few days or for two weeks before I get tired <laughs> of my mom bossing me around and wanting to leave. It's like when you're there, you don't want to be there. And then when you leave, you can't help but think of how great it would be to be there. And then you cave in one day and go back. And two weeks later, you're like, fuck this. I want to go back to where I'm independent. And I can, I can. I feel like the independence part gives me a bit of hope. Because if you're on your own, then you kind of have to make it. You have to... The, that was how I started actually looking into 
jobs when covid struck and we were just at home and i was bored to death and i was like shit is this how it feels like not having something to do now imagine you have a certificate and everything you are graduate and you're just bare just home bored to death it can suck and it it can make you feel like you're not doing anything with your life and then you know people are like at that time i wasn't graduated even as but now i'm not but if when you're graduate you are graduate people start asking you questions people start being like also oh, are you looking for jobs how is that going eh what what do you want to do with this degree what do you think you can do uh, why well, it, it's just it, the questions they get to you they get to you and it can really be challenging and i've not even graduated yet and i'm stressed about those questions that are yet to come to my life i don't even know how to answer them i remember while doing research i read this article and they had several questions that recent graduates dread being asked and how you would want to answer them and how you should answer them I think I'll post the link on my Instagram after as I upload this episode. And actually in those like in the survey those people answered exactly how the article was and it was kind of funny cuz it's really it the answers felt really aggressive. Okay, not aggressive like like stressed. Like it felt like they were just like leave me the fuck alone like i just graduated can you just give me a second to breathe but in your second of breathing you can't help but think oh shit this questions that they asking i need to start asking myself too and now you start being the one beating yourself up and it can affect your mental health it can make your anxiety go through the roof if you have that it can disturb you to the point that you have you struggle sleeping at night which is definitely not okay but i i don't have answers on how to help them because no postgraduate <laughs> replied but i'm going to take some words from Lil Wayne Carter 5 the last epic the last song let it all work out it will all work out i think that's that's my hope of course it's not 100% what i'm always thinking like i'm not always the, when i'm in the heat of the moment i'm like oh shit what is what if it doesn't but at this moment let me be your refuge and maybe be like it will work out it it has to right it has to <laughs> and if it doesn't then you can do something about it don't just sit there and give up take another road that can suit you at the time don't like just like say okay shit whatever i started for isn't working out so i'm fucked no you can have something that you didn't study for and it's in your reach take it while you work towards your other goals cuz doing something i realize having something to do kind of it isn't the burden of what am i doing with my life it doesn't even matter if what you're doing is not 100% what you wanted to do but you're making steps towards what you wanted to do so you kind of will feel better about yourself and maybe that will help you sleep at night and if it does i mean do it another person i only had like three replies another person replied saying that it's so shitty it's like not knowing what's coming but there are things you should be 
which is so true. You don't know what's coming, but people expect you to. Like, how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know? But people keep asking you these questions as if you have answers. And you don't. And the more you get those questions, the more you feel like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know anything. I don't know shit. And maybe knowing the right way to answer <clears throat> can be helpful. I'm trying to get that article so that I can see how they responded. Maybe it will help actually because it was saying how you wanted to respond and how you should respond. And it kind of felt good having an answer. Yeah, does that make sense? Having an answer, it's better than being like, Sijui, you know, it makes you feel like, now what am I doing? <laughs> Come on, there's this question here. It's like, the question, okay, the first question. Let me just start with the first question. They're like, so have you got a job lined up? And the, the the answer that you would probably answer want to answer is like, no, I have nothing to me to to lined up. Please stop asking me these questions. I'm going to be jobless forever. Can you please just leave me alone to sulk to sulk? But it's saying what you should answer is not yet, but I am looking out for new opportunities, and will hopefully find something soon we don't want to be reminded that there is some unknown vast amount of time that we we don't know what's going to happen we we don't want to be reminded of that every time so it can be so frustrating when you know everyone you meet is oh congratulations you just graduated only but a great like, what did you graduate with, like, the level? Oh, oh, cool. So do you have any job lined up? Like, it's so immediate. It's so soon. And sometimes it might not even be that soon, but it feels, it feels so soon because maybe you are doing all your absolute best, but no one is getting back to you. And it would feel like you, you may never get your first job or do whatever it is because most people are now thinking of jobs i'm now like thinking in the jobs way and less of the like going on an entrepreneurial venture because most people are not entrepreneurs so it might look like it's never going to happen but just remind yourself not to be too hard on yourself as long as you know you are doing something you know if you will feel terrible if you just sit there waiting for an opportunity to fall on your lap but when you're updating your linkedin account making sure it's always up to date you say you're ready to work you put the notification alerts on you apply just apply my mom was like atakama you've not graduated yet you see a job and it's suiting your needs. Apply. Apply. Sometimes you might just be shortlisted. And you know, once you're in, then you're in. Just apply. Just apply. Because what's the worst that would happen? They won't get back to you. You really would never know. You might get an interview, not get it, but damn, you got an interview. Like it's a step. It's a step. And when you're doing something, it really helps because I have not even graduated yet, but I have been up I've been stressed so much that I have updated my LinkedIn account. I have my 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 alerts on. I'm applying to, for jobs that I'm barely qualified for. Because most of them are like you need to have a degree. Like you need to have graduated. But I don't care. My mom told me apply. So I'm just going to apply. Maybe, maybe it will work out. Maybe by the time jobs actually come in, 
I would have graduated because it's it's just four months to December and I'm expecting to start my semester next month. And in two months it will be over. Hopefully I will graduate by December. I am so tired of having some exams waiting for me somewhere in my future. I can't handle that. I'm just going to look for one more question that people can maybe relate to. Oh, what are your friends doing? Oh, that question. Because you cannot help but compare yourself. Like my all my friends are graduated because all the people I did high school with kind of graduated around the same time. And most of them, let's just say most of them have graduated by now. All my close friends uh, from KU have graduated. Yeah. And that kind of brings you back because now you're like, I am this very bad, but I, I want to do better. I'm not saying they didn't do well, but I want, first of all, I'm already pressuring myself to be better. Like, I want to graduate with the best, 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 best level. <laughs> if I can handle a first class honor, I want it. I want it. And I was thinking too much about it that I even went online searching how KU calculates their, nini, their like points. Your first class honors in Aishiawapi. Second class upper. Where does it start? Where does it end? Like, what points? And try to see my average right now in this Q1 semester that I have, how much I can like maximize on it to get up. Like it's it can be a lot of pressure from person who is outside. They might not even know that that's what's going on in my head, but that's what I'm constantly thinking about. I'm like, okay, well the grades that I have, I can make it. So. How do I make it? And I, so I can imagine for people who have already graduated, you know, case closed. So now your friends, you might hear, oh, this guy, this person here is doing an internship somewhere. Oh, someone else is doing this. Like the two people who replied to my survey, one of them was like, oh, I'm, at least I'm doing an internship somewhere. The other one was like, I still have Kenya School of Law. For a year, so thank God I don't have to worry about that, like what I'm doing, because I have something to do. But when you are seated at home, you wake up first one week after graduating, you might just be like, Oh, my Tulia Tulia. But as time goes, you start being like, You hear, Oh, or you see them on social media with a tag, um, they're working for this and this company in an internship, and you're like, Shit, all my friends are doing something. What the fuck am I doing? And comparing yourself like that, hmm, it, it can fuck you up. So this person is like, it's easy to feel at times like your friends are more successful than you. However, the reality is that everyone feels a bit lost after graduation. Even those friends who look like they have it all. Talk to your friends about this. They're probably worried and nervous about their future too. So maybe t- taking, talking to your friend, texting your best friend, telling them, oh shit, man, what are we doing? What's going on? How are we going to do this? And then they'll be like, man, I know. And you might feel like maybe you're not so alone anymore. And that can really help. But then you can be like, oh, if you find an opportunity, hit me up. So that we both apply. We both make it. Yeah. And then maybe your friend has something maybe you didn't know about. And you can help each other out and be better. So I'm definitely going to post this article all up in my Instagram. Most people who are probably listening might be following me. I don't know. I'm just going to post it. Do I put it on? I'm going to post it when I'm posting this podcast too. I I might add the link. I hope I remember. I might add the link. So the last person also said, maybe talk about how some people realize that they don't want to work 
in the career that they studied for. I feel like I am very lucky in this section, but I do know so many people who just want to finish that degree and just do away with it, like just keep it in the back pocket, do something else. Because they, first of all, really struggled doing it because it's, 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 it's the 844 system. That's just what I'm going to say. It's how this system is, is, is. <laughs> it's how the system is. We start school. Okay, now they have changed it. But when we started school, we, in primary school, you just go about your life. But when you're joining high school, you join the best school that your marks allow. When you finish high school and do your KCSC, most of us, even the brightest of us, most of us don't know shit about what we want to go and do in university. The things that determine what you want to, what you will do is does your grade, what was that word? Those, those points, I've forgotten the name, but do those points allow which is the best course that these points allow for you? You don't even care if you're passionate about it. Your parents don't care. And in which school are, is it accepted? I remember when I finished, I got an N minor and it was like a very strong one just next to the A. And I, rem I remember kind of being glad that it wasn't like a strong A because my parents would literally have forced me into something like medicine. <laughs> Which you might... I'm so sorry I have a friend who was doing medicine. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> like she's the best she's the best but i wouldn't handle it i would <laughs> i would die i would die like i know for a fact that the girl who used to be our index one i don't know where she is right now but when we joined first year in ku she had very high points and i think she was doing medicine and in the first week, she was like, fuck this, I want to change my course, which is allowed for the first two weeks if you're in job, as in if you're government-sponsored. Um, And she, I mean, the School of Engineering, although, like, it's School of Engineering and Technology, so I'm in the technology part, but science is pretty much engineering with a twist of technology. It sounds like a drink. <laughs> but like she we started seeing her in our school like school of engineering and we were like what are you doing here and she was like oh i'm thinking of changing my course to i don't know which engineering course i don't remember and we we're like oh cool and then we never saw her ever again so i don't know did she continue with the engineering and that was in 1.2 that was 2017. We have never seen her, so I don't know. Did she change her course again? Did she move back to medicine? I have also never met her ever again. I hope she's fine, but my point is so clear in there. Like, we really don't usually know what we're going, what we want to do. We just pick what is best with what we have not caring about like our talent our passion like you know you can't go into medicine if you can't handle it you will be those doctors that kill people you don't want that and imagine going seven years of that and losing your license because you are bad at your job that's like a lifetime wasted a kid has been born they have learned to walk there in class one. Am I, what is it called? Squeezy. I don't know. I don't know. My, but they're that far. This is a kid. This is a big child. And you wasted all that time. So you really, I, 
that's one thing that I'm always like, why does the the why was the system like that? Because for me, that's the exact thing that also happened to me. But I feel like I was lucky. I was lucky that as much as I just stumbled upon computer science, I grew to like it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I like making stuff and like coding and showing some someone something that looks completely different from if they see what I was working on and understanding things that are different and and then being in the technology field when it's absolutely relevant especially in Kenya but um and then there's also so many ways that you can make it in the science field also just in that field there are so many things and i remember when i was doing my internship and maybe this will help someone i did a three month in three month internship in october to december 22 20 it was 2020 yeah it was 2020 how come i don't remember wearing masks though ah was it yeah oh i don't remember i think it was in 2020 wow my brain is like empty <laughs> it doesn't like blank <laughs> um and while i was there like i was in the business services and solutions department where most of our roles were like creating like creating solutions those are like softwares or like coding it mostly dealt with coding like one of the examples of the thing we did we were consuming apis that were already created by other people and our jobs was just like to look at them and test them you know to create a front end to code a front end code a back end call like this requests using these apis and test if they function if they really work maybe this is jibba jabba to people who don't do science i am sorry but i don't know how to say it in layman's language an api is anything like an application they say whatsapp application you know in whatsapp you can send a text receive a text so iso those are requests and those are apis that you can consume you can test you can create a back end front end have a receiver and me and try and send and see if it goes and if the request is okay or there is an error right the for for error vitu kama hizo those kind of thing yeah that's the best example i can give what well maybe who are not in the science field who might try to understand it but these people there they were like by the way don't stress don't try and know everything maybe this is very specific to comp science but i can't talk about others but maybe you can think about it in your own field like don't try to learn everything they were like at this point you're done like umemaliza so there is no point trying to learn everything and not be good i like know several things like i can know five things like in comp science i can do good in coding networking i can um know about databases like be good with databases i can okay coding is also broad like maybe be a web developer with many languages oh my god <laughs> let's just focus on coding specifically actually like this is how broad comp science is in coding i can know five languages and not be an expert in all of them but be like intermediate in all of them or i can pick two of my best the ones that i know i'm really good at pick a career like say android developer so pick xml which is a great a great front end language learn how to use android studio like focus you see that's what i'm talking about focus and be the best in this 
section and maybe pick also the front end part be great in the ui ux design that's just user interface design be so good in it that when there's a job description that really fits me then i'm in i'm in this of course does not mean ignore everything else because sometimes you might think i'm good in this but you have not given a chance to many other things there was a time for that you can look into them but focus like do not just but do not stress yourself being good in all of them that's what they were saying because most of them they just had a specific part in the department like a small part someone else would do something else forward it to them of course they have to understand the process but in their field penyo wako they can't be they can't be shaken they know that if i'm given a task i am 100% confident that i am perfect for it and i can do it and they didn't have to like it do the whole product process of software development someone else did the analysis someone else did the design and then when it came to coding maybe some of them had the nini but in coding also there's the different parts someone did the integration someone else did no one did all those things because it was a big company if it is in a small company you would find one person might need to wear several hats but in this case it was a big company they just had to be good in the one key section that they were good at and if they felt like they needed to add skills on the other sections then they would but maybe that's helpful i do not know is that helpful to you that was really helpful to me because i was like oh shit i i don't have to stress myself learning all these things i just have to pick a side pick one thing and then make myself the best in it if i picked networking or networking is also broad it has network security it has the configurations and blah 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 i don't know much about networking cuz it it might actually be the easiest but i, I don't know it sucks and i don't want to deal with hardware cuz i have sweaty palms i have sweaty palms i can ruin things with my hands like when i'm under pressure i cannot trust them to get me anywhere but with coding it's just on a keyboard you can't ruin anything so like you can pick a side if it's network security go all in learn all the you know get all the software that can help you you know ensure security learn everything about it i've done a course on network security but i can't remember what <laughs> but like do those courses focus be focus on that one thing such that cuz the opportunity will come if you look for it you know if you go on linkedin and search for and input all the your qualifications exactly the way it is and the system is designed to take all these properties and check them in places where people are advertising and see where you are the best fit and then alert you when those opportunities arise so you will definitely maybe find an opportunity okay remove the maybe you'll definitely find an opportunity because nowadays many people are finding jobs on linkedin and if you can't find it like that then maybe you can take the initiative and just search for some also like on websites if you see any or take internships you know get in through the small door start down start chini and go up from there yes that's basically what i would say but i do know that most people um do not find that they do not want to study to to work in the career that they studied for and i feel that maybe it's because they feel like maybe they can't do it because i feel like when you have dedicated a few years to it i feel because i know friends who as i said just want to finish it but it's i think it's because of the pressure of trying to know everything at least in my field 
what I saw in them. Like it was already a struggle knowing everything. So I can't do it. If I have to go into the the field and know everything like this, I can't do it. But if you know you have the opportunity to just take one part, one part and focus on it and be the best in it, I feel like that can make it better. Because what else can you do? You can't, if you, if you really don't want to, you can't start a whole course. You can't register for a whole different degree over again and spend another four years. You might, that may, that may not be what you want. I mean, if it's what you want, maybe you did com science, but you feel like eh, communications is more of my passion, then you can go for it. But nowadays, you can just do two courses. Find out courses and do them. Then, you know, try and venture into that. And this other degree will be like your backup plan and also an extra, you know. I'm a communications guy, but I also have IT experience. So maybe if we have problems, I know my way around computers. See, it can help. But I feel like the pressure in Akwanga mostly because you get there and you realize it's too much. It's overwhelming. Where do I stand? What am I good at? And you can't say from the 50 options that you have, where you're good at so pick one two or three then be the best at them be the best at one be almost the best at the second one and you can be intermediate at the third one such that when an opportunity arises in these three sections you know you 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 know you can do it you know, the the I think the pressure in Akwanga. I don't have anything to bring in the table because I really don't know much. But now, if you really know and you are confident in your skills, I feel like you you might be in a better position to handle it. You might feel like okay, maybe I can actually do something in the career that I studied for because I already have all the knowledge. It's just the application part was overwhelming for me but if it wasn't your passion at all then maybe try and find your passion talk to your parents talk talk to someone talk to someone honestly that is my advice talk someone because you might find there was someone else who was also in the same career and they also felt that much pressure but they finally figured out figured it out and you might be thinking oh they have known it all along that they they knew this but no they were also just as pressured baby and they figured their way out they got the piece of advice that you didn't and now they're doing better because i i was also in another internship recently when i was doing my attachment and there was a lady there and she literally hates her job and i was like shit Girl, I hate that for you. Like, why did I say that statement? I hate that statement. I've seen that statement too many times on Instagram. Now I know. I'm a fraud. <laughs> I like. I just felt really bad for her. I was like, I would never want to be in that position. I'm a thirty-something plus year old in a career that I absolutely hate. She didn't used to come to her job. Also, like absenteeism. Because she really didn't like the job. Like she was like, I don't like, I don't like it. She was open about it. She was like, I don't like this job. Like it's so boring. I didn't want to ask her too many questions because I was uncomfortable myself <laughs> being at the receiving end of this information. I was like, oh, oh, what do I tell you? I'm 24 years old and I haven't had a career yet. If you're telling me that you hate your job, I'm not going to tell you to quit because I don't know how what it feels like to be 35 and jobless and like without Moelekeo or to be 35 and be in a career that you hate. And some people go all the way their whole life. They just hate their job, but they do it because you need to survive. And I wouldn't like that for anyone.
So before you commit to something that you really don't like, maybe focus. Yeah. Finding a focus for me because I have felt that overwhelming feeling of what the fuck am I good at in the whole Broadcomp science. But then when I got that advice and started looking into coding and realized, I used to fight myself on coding a lot because of the stress and the anxiety that it gives me. <laughs> but at least coding has never made me not be able to sleep. Maybe if I have a an error in the, in the middle of the night, you're like, oh my God. But not like it, I'm tossing and turning all night. It's because I have an error that hasn't really happened to me, thank God. But I wouldn't want to be in that position where I have gone years in in something that I really didn't like. Maybe I picked something that was very difficult and I don't really understand or I'm not really passionate about. Like I, I'm not going to sit for hours or stand for hours doing something that I don't really like. Yet kuna option yenye I can go in the same field that, that I feel better about myself, that I feel like I'm more qualified for. So I feel better doing it and I feel like I'm good at my job. So I like what I'm doing. You, you see, you get it. I do not know if I have made any sense. I do not know if I have helped any person. I hope I have. I didn't have that much information but i i feel like i had enough but the anxiety is mainly my my my, my part right just not knowing the future basically is really hard on me so not knowing my career future oh god but i'm trying to work on it now that i know that it's anxiety i'm trying to work on it Oh, I I listened to another podcast and they were talking about regaining perspective and like how to handle such anxious moments and they're like, check out for something that, for the things that you're anxious about. Do you have control over them? Do you not have control over them? For the things that you have control over, do something about it. For the things that you don't have control over, it will work out. Let it be. Let the universe Decide, don't hold yourself back. Don't push yourself too hard. It's easier to say than done. But just try. The point is to try. Because when you try, you feel like, okay, I'm trying. So there's that. But if you're not trying at all and just sitting there and just stressing about it, I don't think it will get any better. But for those things, like categorize what I'm really, really scared about, like this career future this future that i'm scared about now that i'm i'm in nini finding a new job do i have control over i think it's like 50 50. i kind of have control to the point of i can search and apply for jobs but after that it's now up to the recruiters it's up to god it's up to whoever you pray to it's 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 up to the universe if that's what you believe in so do your part and let the breast work out or try and let it work out because it's really hard to let go. It's hard to let go of the power, I know. So thank you guys for listening. I think I'm going to stop here right now. Yes, if you want to hear more, um, in this my therapy sessions why i need therapy podcast you can follow me on spotify you can listen to my previous episodes maybe they will help you and i feel like they've been helping me a lot yes and maybe they will you too maybe you relate and you feel like oh my god i'm not alone and i have a twitter it's called wind podcast w-i-n-t which is the abbreviation for why I need therapy podcast. You can follow, participate when I ask questions all up in there, which can help, you know, you tackle if you have a specific thing and maybe I can read it and 
talk about it maybe it can help you tackle it too we all don't have answers but maybe talking helps so yeah i'm going to go off now and thank you so much for listening thank you so for joining and thank you for all those who've been participating on my instagram and my whatsapp and my okay twitter no one has participated yet but thank you all so much for listening and till next time bye